This is Paul. Paul? What? You sent me a gift. Oh, yeah. You sent me a gift, you generous bastard, you. <laughs> well, to be fair, I did buy it, like, in July. So, it I mean, you can think it's a Christmas gift. It's just been sitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. Good. I, I, I love it. This, it is from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, it is the... Tyven collection. I don't know what that means, but uh, it is Cosmo, the astronaut dog, uh, that that was one of my favorite characters in the uh, in the comic book, but uh, is also featured on screen. I love it. It's got him in a space suit. It's got his little dog dog uh, head on there. It's it's, uh, it's fantastic. I love this thing, Paul. Awesome. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I uh, yeah. when I was in Disneyland, they have a Guardians of the Galaxy ride out there, and. Um, that the 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 Tyven collection is uh Tyven the the collector and um, so you know the the ride is themed as if y- you are helping the guardians of the galaxy escape the collection and uh you know it takes place in the Tyven collection so they have Cosmo like in the queue of the ride and and things like that and and they they sell uh, they sell little stuffed Cosmos and Howard the Ducks and stuff so I I couldn't resist the urge to uh to pick up one of those because I know one, you're a big Cosmo fan, but two, it's kind of rare to find Cosmo stuff. So I thought, yeah. you know, why not? Yeah, no, I love it. It's fantastic. Thank you very much. No problem. Also, also a big Howard the Duck fan. So what the fuck, Paul? Yeah. Well, you know, I got Howard, Howard the Duck is sitting on my shelf right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so selfish. <laughs> I didn't get Howard and Cosmo. We have a set. Come when you we're like Wonder Twins. Power uh-huh. to activate. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that when when you die, I get your Howard the Duck. Is that how this works? Correct. Now that don't. So if I murder you, I was about to say, so Howard don't the kill me. <laughs> I mean, I can kill you for Howard the Duck. I'm fine with that. I mean, guy. if you kill me, you can take anything pretty much. I mean, I don't cool. think anyone's going to stop you at that point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so. my, my wife frequently tells me, you know, the moment you die, all, all that shit's coming out of there. Oh. All of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what Jen tells me is if you feel like you're going to die, can you please pack your shit up first? Because <laughs> I don't want to deal with it after you die. Yeah. I mean, I think I think really what she's going to do is she's going to douse the room in, in gasoline and just throw a match in, you know. And then just start with a with a whole fresh room after yeah. that. Well, I think that's wise, right? Like, especially if you have yeah. up to your homeowners to account for your collection, yeah, then yeah. Uh, you know she yeah. she's she's certainly not going to replace the collection, but she can collect that sweet sweet insurance check. That's right. That's right. Mm. Don't don't right. insurance companies don't listen to this. We we're just yeah, joking. Right. Yeah. Mm. Disregard. This is all said in jest. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. Uh, so, Paul, yes, sir. We're we are smack dab in the middle of the holiday season. You know, we uh, we did not record over Thanksgiving weekend because we, you know, hey, we're allowed to take a day off, and uh, and so now you know here it is Wednesday after Thanksgiving. Did you get yourself some of that sweet sweet cyber on on Monday, Paul? You know, I I actually I bought my sister a television. Well, I shouldn't say I. My family purchased a television for my <laughs> sister. Um, we, we love each other, but not that much. Uh, right. But, and, but other than that, I didn't, you know, I don't think Cyber Monday is really much of a thing. I will say there was a Cyber Monday purchase that I made, which wasn't a special or wasn't a sale item, but it was an item that went 
on sale exclusive to Cyber Monday, which was a, a special Christmas edition Masters of the Universe He-Man toy from uh, from Super 7. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, uh, you know, other than that, you know, I, I didn't really pick up many deals. I, you know, I picked up a couple of movies and stuff on uh, on Black Friday, like Ant-Man and the Wasp, because I never picked that up when uh, when it came out. Stuff like that. How about you? Well, you know, my problem with uh, all of this online shopping is I tend to find things for me uh, versus finding things for other people. So, uh, you know, I, I did manage to get a lot uh, purchased for my wife because I am not one to go to the to the malls or to the stores. If it is possible to buy it online, I am all about that because I really I'm trying to limit my contact with other human beings. But uh, well, they I spread did, germs, so I get. It. <laughs> One of the guys I follow on Instagram was having a uh, Black Friday sale in his uh, Etsy shop, and or Etsy shop, however you pronounce that. And he takes the toy Han Solo gun, which is white with a with a red band around it, and repaints them to make them look like a a. Uh, a Han Solo actual gun, you know, the black and the silver and whatnot. So I, I bought one of those. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I'm going to shoot first. I'm going to shoot first, Paul. That's <laughs> I, what I'm going to do. Well, I mean, <laughs> is that anything new, really? <laughs> Go! <laughs> um, so, you know, since we're talking about, you know, online specials and stuff, are, are you an Amazon Prime member? I am. Were you aware were you aware that you can see Aquaman a week early? Fuck you. I, you cannot. Yeah, for real. That's not true. You're lying, Paul. I, I tell nothing huh. but truths. How so? Um, if you're an, uh, I Amazon... assume that that doesn't mean that I get to stream it. I think that means you're gonna. I'm gonna have to go to one of those places where other people are. Yeah, I think that's that is what I'm. That is what I'm saying. So Amazon <laughs> Prime members, there is an exclusive. I mean, you have to purchase. It's not like it's free. Um, exclusive Amazon Prime screenings of Aquaman across the country on Saturday, December fifteenth. Um, wow. Yeah, for exclusive for Amazon Prime members. I went to one of those for Jumanji. Uh, and sadly, I will not be able to attend to the Aquaman advanced screening because I have a race that evening. Um, but I will say I'm not sweating it too bad because it is uh, regular format only. So uh, no IMAX, no Dolby, no whatever, you know, just regular format Aquaman. Uh, but if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can purchase tickets and see that film a week early, which is, you know, I think what they're trying to do is uh and i think they're doing the same thing for bumblebee so many films are opening simultaneously that week of christmas between those two right. and mary, uh, mary poppins and and a couple of other things um that they're they're just trying to get some of that uh you know the, these early screenings can be added into their opening weekend gross so that's why they're trying to do some of these early screenings yeah. and get some of that well and word of mouth on Aquaman is fantastic right now. Yeah, uh, the the early reviews are out, and they are they are uh, you know preaching that this this may be the best uh, DC movie, and that would include Wonder Woman. So I, you know I really liked Wonder Woman with the except exception of that uh, last fight scene. Yeah, but uh, I I'm really hopeful about Aquaman. I am too. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's good. I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, we are recording this Wednesday night, but I will say uh, there is a rumor, Aaron. There is a rumor uh, that tomorrow, the day after we are recording this, but but by now you guys are probably have already seen it, that tomorrow, Thursday, November 29th, we will be seeing an Avengers 4 trailer. 
shut your mouth for reals um, that's but, crazy talk because it's going to be with mary poppins so yeah. you know well i that, that the rumor is that the trailer will be um, released tomorrow now what's interesting and in theory unrelated in theory mind you um hugh jackman has teased that he has a major announcement to make tomorrow on uh i think it's good morning america or something like that now i'm gonna oh. assume it's unrelated I am not. I am not. You here don't know. Saying. It could be related. It could be that you know Wolverine's going to be in the in the in the Avengers movie. I I, I it could be, but I doubt no. it. I don't think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, it's probably about a sequel to Greatest Showman, right? Yeah, it's probably some <laughs> stupid crap. <laughs> Something he's going to sing in. Yeah, exactly. Something we're not interested yeah. in. However, but you know, Paul, we'll, we'll as, see. As, uh, we'll see Avengers hopefully as. As much good news as we're hearing about Aquaman, I'm also hearing spectacular things about the uh, Spider-Man animated feature uh, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Ah, okay. You know, I, I'm I, hearing really good things about that. I think it looks pretty stellar, honestly. I, you know, yeah. the 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 trailers are the the, the style they've gone with um, for the animation is just really impressive. So I'm, I'm, I, I, that's another one I'm looking forward to. And I think that comes out around the same time frame, like Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Lots of good stuff coming. Woo. Yeah. And, you know, we, we are only talking about one comic book this week. Um, but, you know, in the coming weeks, obviously lots of stuff to talk about outside of comics, but related to comics, like the movies we just talked about. Um, but the comic we're going to talk about this week to take away from all the joy of our Christmas conversation and the excitement we have over Aquaman and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, let's talk about the very depressing Heroes in Crisis 3. Um, so Heroes in Crisis 3 came but out this week. You found this depressing, Paul? Yeah. You, you, you found this depressing, Paul? Yeah. I thought it was life-affirming. I thought it was joyful. I thought it was the feel-good comic of the year. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> he says, cutting his own wrists. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty dark book. It is, and it, in fact, I would venture to say this issue is perhaps the darkest of the bunch. Yeah. Um, so, Heroes in Crisis three is uh, it kind of takes a break from the forward momentum of the first two issues with a, a flashback issue um, drawn by Lee Weeks. Now, I think they had announced that. Um, that Heroes in Crisis was originally seven issues, and then they upped it to nine because two side stories were going to just be incorporated into the series rather than be released as one-shots. I don't mm-hmm. know if this is one of those or not, um, just because it's you know it's got a different artist. Uh, right. Now, that being said, Lee Weeks takes over and doesn't miss a beat as it relates to the art. I think he does a fantastic job. Oh, I think he. I think he does. I think he does a, a an amazing job. You know, the the shot where we're looking at Wally uh, from the ceiling. Yeah. You know, where 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 we're looking past the the ceiling fan over to Wally, and you got kind of an upside down view of him. Mm-hmm. I just I think he really sets the that that tone that things just aren't quite right. You know, things are just a little off. Um, I think it's fantastic, yeah. and that whole. That whole page is unsettled, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I, mean, I think it's a, a great tone-setting page. Yeah, it, you know, so this book, we're still not getting 
we're, we're still in confusion mode, I would say, <laughs> in that yeah. we're setting up more and more mystery. And, and this book seems to hint that Booster Gold, um, you know, it, it was Harley Quinn has accused Booster Gold of murdering everyone in Sanctuary. And this book seems to hint at that not being true, that Booster Gold was was and I'll get to this in a second, kind of in the the Sanctuary's version of the holodeck um, while Harley Quinn was murdering everybody. Uh, and it also kind of introduces that Sanctuary hands out, I'm assuming, they, they look like psycho pirate masks. Right, but they're, but they're, they're they, 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 I feel like that was designed intentionally to throw us off. Yeah. But they are not, in fact, psycho pirate masks. They're just sort of, anonymous sort of masks mm -hmm. uh, to to allow those who want to protect their identity, uh, not just their secret identity, but also their hero identity. And, you know, they give you a cloak to wander around in, there in Sanctuary. Um, spoilers, by the way. Um, we know that Harley was responsible for Wally's death, right? Yes. I mean, at least as, as this book reveals – Assuming what we're seeing is real, that's one of the things that you know yeah, could be. That's right. Confusing, you know. Given, right. given, but, like I said, the, the when when the users wear these masks, they're kind of, you know, they're they're they are able to imagine themselves in any environment. So, um, right. You know, what we're seeing is it real? Who knows? Uh, but it certainly appears real. But if if this is in fact real, we know that Harley killed Wally West. Mm -hmm. We can't be so sure about the rest because, you know, we see Wally running down the hall to, to go see what the what the ruckus is. And we see at least three other shadowy figures in the back in their cloaks. We don't know who they are. And it did feel like the emphasis was dropped, like the needle was dropped on Nemesis at the end of the book. Yeah, I did catch that. <clears throat> and so, you know, I'm like, hmm, hmm. So, I mean, clearly we don't know enough to know what we don't know. Uh, you know, is this in fact real? But uh, I think it, it tells a very compelling story through the therapy that three of the characters are going through in the book. We see Wally's, you know, there's a room that they can go to, like you said, kind of like the Star Trek holodeck, where they can go anywhere they want to go and experience anything they want to experience the only thing that they need to think about as they're done is why they made those choices, right? And so Wally puts himself back in a world where uh, uh, his wife remembers who he is, where his children are still alive. And, you know, the, the thing was is, you know, why did he select that? Well, he, he, we find out later in the book that he selected that because he didn't want to be alone. You know, he's really, with the exception of Barry, he's kind of alone in our world because so few people remember who he is, right? They, they, that they don't remember the contribution that that Wally West as Flash made. Uh, and he lost his children. He lost his wife. He lost he lost that entire family that, you know, we know through through the uh, pages of those those Flash comics that family was the most important thing to him. Um, we see in Lagoon Boy, you know, he is trying to overcome uh, fear of, of having been attacked, is what I gathered. And, yeah, I'm not familiar with the Lagoon Boy character. Yeah, but, you know, we, we, we see him trying to overcome that, uh, and we see Booster can't figure out where he wants to be. And he winds up in a room with just him talking to himself, literally. There is another Booster Gold sitting across from him, talking to him. It, it, 
I found this book uh, really ponderous. In fact, I've read it twice now. Uh, and I'm just I'm fascinated by the way Tom King tells a story. You know, I was fascinated by that in uh, Mr. Miracle. I'm fascinated by that here. I just think he's a very skilled storyteller. And even though I don't really know what sort of table he's setting, I sure am ready to sit down and eat the meal. And another thing I, I'd say, Paul, and it made me think of this because there's a there's a, a, a blurb for it in the back of the book for for Doomsday Clock. I already feel more connected to this story after three issues than I do with Doomsday Clock after seven. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think Doomsday Clock is suffering from the delays. And don't get me wrong, I, I, I find that Doomsday Clock has gotten better and I am more excited about the story than I previously was. But I think it is suffering a bit from, one... Just the storytelling technique of mirroring Alan Moore's style, uh, right. but two, just the, the too long of a wait between issues that that has killed any momentum. Uh, exactly. From the start. Yeah. No, I would completely agree. But I, I got to tell you, I love Heroes in Crisis. If you were were reluctant to hop on board, go by all means, go grab those three issues. Uh, they are they are really a terrific read. I agree. So, Aaron, I have a question. Um, yes, sir. Are you still reading the Terrifics? No, no. Good <laughs> God, no. <laughs> I wasn't sure. You know, you know. I, I saw an ad for it, and I said, or I think a new issue came out this week. And I'm like, I wonder if Aaron's still reading that. Because out of those new age of heroes, it's one of the few still being published. Yeah. Um, so I, I wasn't sure. thought I'd ask. But it sounds like no. I really, I really wanted it to be good. I'll probably pick up the issues I don't have when they go on sale. But I got to tell you, um, you know, I think I read the first three and was just woefully disappointed in each issue. Yeah, I, I feel like they they wasted an opportunity to make a great book because it's a great team uh -huh. and, you know, great. I mean, not just creative, not not just team in the book, but also creative team. Um, yeah. So it just didn't connect with me, though. No, I agree. I agree. I, I, I just wanted it to be a better book. I wanted it to be a different kind of book. And uh, it just wasn't. No, and I don't think the issue the issue is not the characters. The issue is not the creative team. It's just the story isn't isn't what I what I needed it to be. Mm -hmm. And you know maybe it's one of those things once they get past the first arc it meshes, uh, but I won't know that until it goes on sale so I can pick it up. Yeah, I, exactly. I'm certainly not paying full price for a book that I really don't like. Yeah, I'll wait till the night, like you said, the ninety nine cent sale on Comicsology and and give it yep, a, and yep. you know I'll get I will I will I will buy every issue that I'm missing. To go ahead and get caught up. Yep. And we'll probably tell you all about that right here on Funny Books. We will. And if you want to tell us what you think of the week's comics, give us a call at 972-763-5903. That number, once again, 972-763-5903. And if we use your voicemail on the show, you'll win a coveted, valuable, Ideology of Madness surprise. How else can they find us, Paul? Well, they can find us on Twitter at Ideology Madness, on Instagram at IOMGeek, or Facebook IOMGeek. And when we catch up next week, we'll talk about Doomsday Clock number eight, which is scheduled to be released next week. In fact, next week is a rather huge week in comics between Doomsday Clock number eight, the second issue of Grant Morrison's Green Lantern book. There's also the new Martian Manhunter book. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm going to give it a shot. 
Aaron. It's written yeah. by Steve Orlando with art by Riley Rosmo. I'm a fan of both creators. Um, I, I'm I'm hopeful for it. I'm, I'm hopeful every time a new Martian Manhunter book comes out. Um, so I'm going to give this one a shot. Uh, I, I think I, I'm excited that you've learned to love again. um also from dc comics shazam number one from jeff johnson dale eaglesham so if you're a jeff johns fan you get two books next week this is the the you know the relaunch of the shazam book i'm totally picking that one up yeah ditto i'm in as well and from marvel um kyle higgins is starting a new run on winter soldier it's a five issue miniseries um and I'm going to pick up the first issue. Uh, I'm a big Kyle Higgins fan from his work on Nightwing. Uh, so I'm, I'm very curious to, to see what he does in the Marvel universe. Uh, so I'm, I, I'm going to, I'm going to sh- give it a shot, Aaron, at least the first issue. Okay. You do that. You do that. <laughs> I'll let you know how it is. I'm not sure I can get on that one with you. Cause I, I suspect it's going to be a $6 book. I have five, five, but mm, not that man. that's much better, but yeah, we'll uh, see. <laughs> we'll see Paul. And for anyone like me who was a bit, who was a fan of the Chaos universe um, from the late '90s, early 2000s, characters like Evil Ernie and Purgatory and Lady Death and, and those types of things, um, Dynamite is releasing a book called Hack Slash, taking their you know their their characters, Cassie Hack and um, I don't remember the the character Vlad is the other character. They're kind of like monster hunters, and they're pitting them against. Uh, characters from the chaos universe uh chastity the chosen purgatory and evil ernie and you know i know for aaron these are i'm, I'm basically speaking another language to him but uh, you know, <laughs> uh, the late 90s a lot of of fans um loved those evil ernie books and and tim seeley and, and a lot of of talent in comics nowadays had their start uh, Brian Polito and those uh, in in the Chaos Universe, and so I, you know, it, it looks like a fun book. I might actually go ahead and check it out. But what you should be checking out, if you're a fan of horror comics, if you're a fan of of superhero action uh, with a little bit of darkness to it, you should be checking out our Ghosts of Rainsboro podcast. Um, that is, uh, if you're getting to us from iTunes, there's a separate feed for Rainsboro, or just go to iomgeek.com. That is our superhero actual play set in the Knights of Rainsboro universe using the Savage Worlds rule set. And it's awesome. Well, and we prove without a shadow of a doubt that properly prepared babies are delicious. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. yeah, 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 we do. So check that out. Ghosts of Rainsboro. Ooh, Betty Scatty. Um, <laughs> episode three drops next week. Exciting. All right, Very guys. Exciting. Well, we only talked about one book, but still managed to creep up on about a half an hour. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for sticking with us. And we will catch you next week. Have a great week. Podcast theme music graciously provided by Mark Andrew Pope. For more information, visit markandrewpope.com. Funny Books with Aaron and Polly is a production of ideologyofmadness.com. No Spider-Man clones were harmed in the production of this podcast.